The following program is for informational and educational purposes only. This program does not replace medical, mental health, or psychological diagnosis and treatment prescribed by your personal physician, psychologist, therapist, or other health care provider. Please consult your provider for diagnosis and care before beginning or changing any program or idea discussed. Welcome to Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated with host Kristen Harper. She's here to give you those extra tips that you don't always get from other health and wellness programs. Kristen has all the bases covered and just a bit more. Now, here is your host, Kristen Harper. Hello, listeners. This is Kristen Harper, radio show host. My show is Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated on Voice America's Health and Wellness channel and also on X. And I'm very excited about today's episode um, for the first Part of the hour, I will be interviewing uh, Travis uh, Brady, and we will talk about, in his own words, his life with autism. I also want to talk to him about um, power of your beliefs, mindfulness, um, his many books, uh, causes of autism, and more. And I just wanted to mention that I uh, recently bought... One of his books, it's called Preparing for Your Future with Autism. It is outstanding, very impressive. And then the second part of the hour, I will be interviewing uh, Dr. Amadi about what she commonly sees when working with patients when it comes to quantum biofeedback. What are the common imbalances that she sees? And then between both guests, uh, I will just give you an update about what's going on right now with me. And so, but I want to get started with uh, Travis right away here. So let me go over uh, Travis's. Uh, let me go over his uh, bio. Travis Breeding. Uh, he has learned to live and thrive with uh, autism and admits struggling with co. Occurring mental health issues, Travis continues to educate others on autism and mental illness. Travis hopes one day the entire world will be accepting and loving of autistic people. He is the author of over 20 books about autism and mental health. He is from Huntington, Indiana, and he looks forward to helping others understand the complexities of autism and mental illness. It is an honor to have Travis on my show. Hey, how are you? I'm doing good, and I appreciate you coming on. And uh, Travis, I mean, I read your book, and I was just really impressed because you have a lot of wisdom. You're helping others, especially those that have um, autism. And I just think you're a wonderful person. And um, Hmm. it's just definitely definitely an honor to have you on my show. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate that. Um, I've kind of devoted my life to kind of explaining autism or how it affects me um, and how I interact with it and helping other people understand it. So that's kind of my mission. Yeah, and um, I just wanted to ask you, like, how are you able to write all these books? Because I'm, like, actually trying to get my book done. It's pretty much done, but I'm trying to go through, like, the editing phase. And I don't know how you've written so many books. And the book that I just recently bought, I mean, this is, like, over 300 pages. It's absolutely incredible. Like, how did you do it? I mean, that many books. Uh, I mean, yeah, I guess it's just kind of like writing is, like, a special interest. So, uh, uh, you know, unfortunately, with Asperger's syndrome, it has been difficult to um, maintain employment, um, and situations with traditional jobs. So, um, there's a couple of things that go into play. Um, one, I really want to inform people about autism and help them understand it. And two, I'm kind of hoping, you know, that I can eventually use writing or, you know, talking about autism as kind of like a career kind of to help, uh, with a job that I would be, you know, better at or better fit for me, better students for me. Um, so I put a lot of time into writing and, uh, um, sit at the computer and just type my thoughts about autism quite a bit and mental illness as well. So it just turns out to, you know, several books over the years. And how long is it taking you to, like, just write one book? Uh, About a month or so, probably. Oh, my God. You're absolutely incredible. I mean, it's taken me quite a while, and I still, I'd say probably... Has it been over a year? I think it's been over a year. I'm still writing it, so I don't know how you've done this. It's just absolutely, right. you're very amazing. Uh, so, Thank you. Uh, uh, no problem. So, for some of my listeners that maybe have never, they don't really understand autism, can you just give like a brief explanation of what it is? 
Well, uh, it's important when we talk about autism to describe, you know, um, uh, it's really hard to define what is autism because autism is such a wide spectrum. So what yes. is autism for one person uh, is probably not autism for another person. Um, so or what about really in your got, life? Um, what's that? Oh, it would be great. Maybe we could just talk about um, how yeah, basically your life with autism. Yeah, for me, it's just that I'm super high functioning. I'm more Asperger's. So it's more uh, the issue is like people, for example, in dating, like women don't see, oh, you're autistic. Um, cause you, you function, your adaptive living skills are very well. Um, it's your social thinking skills and the ability to like socialize and relate to others that are struggling or lacking. And unfortunately with dating, like people don't see, oh, you're autistic. They see, oh, you're weird or you're creepy, like that type of thing. So it makes getting to know people and developing relationships a lot more challenging for me. Um, and just being able to understand those social norms, conversation, how do you get to know someone? Um, how do you build relationships? That's probably the most challenging part is building relationships for me. So that's kind of been my experience with autism. Right. And then when did you find out that you actually had this health condition? Uh, I was 22 years old when I was diagnosed. So, yeah, right about the age of 22. So I'm 34 now. Okay. And so um, I, I just want to go over in your um, book – uh, you talk about, and I was really impressed, but beliefs uh, create your own reality. And I'm so glad that you mm-hmm. brought this up and that you're educating because, um, you know, I don't think it's talked about enough, especially because my background's in health and wellness. And right. there's a lot of people in the health and wellness space that are not talking about it, but it totally can affect every aspect of your life. And you also mentioned that you had a, a limiting belief of I'm not good enough, which I actually had in my past the same. And it's very common. There's a lot of people that have this limiting belief. And yeah. and you also talk about uh, change your beliefs and change your life. Would you be able to talk about this a little bit? Yeah, and it's, it's a very difficult concept, and it's still a struggle for me. Um, our, you know, our, our beliefs are kind of like our reality. And so it's hard for us to believe that we have control over our life. Um, and basically, kind of the thoughts you put out are kind of what's going to happen and get, you're going to get back. So I use mindfulness a lot to kind of be in the moment and eliminate the negative thoughts of the past or the anxiety of the future and just focus on the present. Um, and, and that's something that I'm not the best at. You know, I still struggle with that. Um, it's a daily challenge that I still work on. But being in the present and being in the, you know, being mindful is very important to happiness. Yes, absolutely. And that's also uh, something that uh, Travis mentions in his book is the importance of mindfulness. And that's actually helped me tremendously in my life because in the past I had an eating disorder for nine years. And, you know, Travis talks about mindfulness, you know, being in the present moment. And I utilized, I actually practiced meditation and mindfulness was part of that um, based off of Eckhart Tolle's uh, spiritual teachings and I was actually able to eliminate my eating disorder thanks to uh, meditation which I consider mindfulness connected to meditation and there's a expert that actually considers mindfulness as a part of meditation as a type of meditation meditation so um, so uh, Basically, um, okay, you were told um, that you had this health condition, and then it basically became an umbrella of autism spectrum. This was actually back in 2013, as based on my research. Yeah, and the, yeah, and the, yeah, and then this was in the um, DSM five. Um, so, yeah. so it's, it's basically an umbrella of autism. Well, yeah, yeah. They've, they've lumped it all together. They've taken away, it used to be two different diagnoses with autism and Asperger's syndrome. And then okay. they've lumped it all together in the SM5 to make it all just one diagnosis. It's just like different levels of autism now. So, um. Uh, okay. And then, yeah. uh. Travis, would you be able to talk about, because you've written so many books, and I really feel that you're, I, I really hope that you'll make a crowd, crowd of this down the road, because there's a lot of um, people and children affected uh, with autism. Absolutely. And, and Absolutely. I, yeah, and I, you could just totally help them. I just really hope that you can make that your, your career in the future. And um, so basically, what would you, we 
we communicated back and forth on Facebook. And what would you say are the main causes of autism just based on what you've written in your books? Yeah, it's definitely, uh, that's the thing is there's not one set cause. It's a combination of things, in my opinion. So um, uh, when you look at autism, you see people who function at all kinds of different functioning levels. Um, you know, like, for example, there's me, and then there is just an example out in California last weekend or a couple weekends ago where the nonverbal person was actually shot by the off-duty police officer. You know, so you've got, you've got two different um, perspectives of autism. But so there's not one exact cause. It's a combination of vaccines a little bit. Um, my opinion, the environment, the chemicals that the factories are putting into the air, the industrial pollution, stuff like that, and also a little bit of genetics, you know. So and that's why it's a, it's a each each part of that equation is a different um, different combination for every person, and that's where you see different variations of autism and different functioning levels of autism. Yes, absolutely, and and everyone's uh, different. And then, what would you say um, caused? What were the main factors you think that were involved with um, uh, your autism? Oh, again, I, I think it was just a combination of those three things. The you know, the, maybe the vaccines or the genetics and the environment. Um, you know, the the just the, the chemicals in, in the environment and also maybe a little bit of my, you know, social upbringing in school, um, things like that, that created some challenges um, developmentally mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, made, made it a little more challenging to develop those social skills. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm glad you're uh, bringing awareness because, um, like I mentioned, my background's in health and wellness. And I would say just based on uh, my work, via um, hair analysis over the years. I got my first hair test back in 2001. Uh, many, people right. are to- many people are toxic today. Absolutely, and absolutely. That's so, it. yeah. Yeah, so, it's very true. So. Yeah, and there's a gentleman too. He wrote a book, and I don't try to think of his name like off the top of my head right now, but he wrote a book with all these studies um, about... Um, autism that involve autism and I do believe in that book he also mentions environment vaccines uh, genetics yes and and Um, there's so many and there's so many studies too I mean it was unbelievable how many studies he put together in this book it was just like oh yeah I don't yeah it's incredible there's so much scientific research out there it's hard to know what to read and what not what to believe and what not to believe things like that so yeah it's, it's extremely you know important to know, understand what you're dealing with. And um, obviously we know there's a big debate, debate about vaccines and stuff like that. So um, it's a pretty controversial issue. Oh, it's, it's so, so big. And, and I just, there's always debates, like even on social media, I've seen people just go back and forth. And then I recently, I don't know if you've heard of Del Bigtree, um, yes. but he, he actually came on my show uh, to talk about um, vaccines, and um, so, and would you say overall? I mean, just based on your research, that vaccines yeah. can be talk to- can be toxic. Uh, yes, they can be definitely, definitely. Yeah. And um, and then Travis, I mean, I, I I'm just I really admire you for educating people because I mean. Autism is exploding. It's like so common today. Absolutely. Yeah. It's alarming numbers for sure. I I agree. Okay. So in the meantime, uh, let me just go over some updates here. Travis Breeding's a website. You can go to TravisEbreeding.com and has information about his life also, all the books that he has authored. So you can go there. It's Travis E, as in Edward, breeding.com. Travis E, breeding.com. And I um, was really impressed with his book. And it was an honor to have him on my show. So basically, if you'd like to learn more about me, perfecthealthconsultingservices.com. And I do offer hair analysis packages to increase vitality and balance body chemistry naturally it's a natural approach to getting healthy and uh, my company has been in business since 2009 and I got my first hair analysis back in 2001 and also later on this year 
I will be offering brainwave entrainment and also quantum biofeedback as additional services. And I would say that these absolutely are my uh, most favorite holistic ways of, I would just say that they're my favorite holistic modalities. And then also, I would love to hear from my listeners and you can send me an email to Kristen, K-R-I-S-T-E-N at KristenHarperSpeaks.com if you have any questions for me. And you know, just if, please get in touch with me if you have comments, questions, if you have any ideas for future topics. My show is very different. It's opposite of mainstream. I talk about topics with my guests that are completely opposite of mainstream. And you're not going to hear these topics on mainstream health and wellness programs. And then also, if you'd like to be a sponsor of my show, you can send me an email. And again, that's Kristen at KristenHarperSpeaks.com. And your business will get a lot of coverage because Voice America is the largest live internet radio network in the world. And my show has been growing every single month very consistently. And my show will be on the network. It'll be almost two years starting in August. And I'm, I'm so happy because it's just grown consistently. And I plan to do this long term because I want to get the truth out to people. Because you're not getting always the truth on mainstream And you won't get these topics on mainstream at all. They're not going to cover them, especially um, I've had amazing guests on my show, including uh, physicians, naturopathic doctors, researchers, celebrities. I've had actress Alexandra Paul on my show. I've had influencers such as actor Gordon Frazier and also J.J. Yosh, who's also an actor, and health and wellness experts, authors, and, and so much more. And also, you can go to my website at perfecthealthconsultingservices.com. I do offer Get Healthy eBooks there. You can, you know, enter your email there, and you you will get these absolutely free. And if you want to learn about Hair analysis, what does it reveal, including minerals, toxic metals, my health recommendations. I also include health resources there. You just go to perfecthealthconsultingservices.com on my homepage and you can get those free Get Healthy eBooks. There's two of them. And then also, I just wanted to mention I was recently interviewed on the Strong in Podcast with Anthony Treas. Strong Men Podcast, Anthony Treas. We talked about health, wellness, emotional trauma, and more. And as soon as that comes out, I will post it all over social media so you all can listen to it. I'm on Facebook, LinkedIn, uh, Twitter, Google, Tumblr. And so now, so basically, my first guest was Travis Breeding in his own words, He talked about his life with autism and the causes of autism, including what he feels are the causes of his autism. And so now I I will like to go to my next guest. But what I'd like to do right now is go to a quick break. And then when I get back, I will introduce my next guest. Uh, She is an MD. We will be talking about quantum biofeedback. Please stay tuned. This is Kristen Harper, radio show host. My show is tips to keep you healthy, happy, and motivated. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Kristen Harper is a health and wellness speaker and founder of Perfect Health Consulting Services. She inspires people all over the world to keep healthy, happy, and motivated. Get a virtual health coaching 
or hair mineral analysis package at perfecthealthconsultingservices.com to help you get healthy and stay healthy. Also, go to kristenharperspeaks.com to hire Kristen Harper, a health and wellness speaker, for one of your events. Be sure to visit both of Kristen's websites, perfecthealthconsultingservices.com and k-r-i-s-t-e-n harperspeaks.com. Now is the time to take your health to the next level and become the best version of yourself. Can grief be good for you? Absolutely. It gets your attention, helping you evaluate your choices and relationships. Your losses define who you are. Tune in each week for Good Grief with host Cheryl Jones. Our show features those who have made incredible transformations by grieving their losses. You'll learn how to find your courage and strength. You'll discover the important things in your life and how to let go of things that are less important. Good Grief airs live Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health and Wellness. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You're listening to Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated with Kristen Harper. If you would like to connect with her, reach out via email to Kristen at KristenHarperSpeaks.com. That's K-R-I-S-T-E-N at KristenHarperSpeaks.com. Now, back to tips to keep you healthy, happy, and motivated. Hello, listeners. This is Kristen Harper, radio show host. My show is Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated on Voice America's health and wellness channel and also on KFNX. So... My next guest is Dr. Amadi, and we will be talking about quantum biofeedback. And this is a very sophisticated technology that reveals a lot about health. And I wanted her on because she's been, uh, she has implemented uh, quantum biofeedback into her practice, and she's an MD, and she's been doing this for a really long time since uh, 2000. Three, So she has a lot of expertise and uh, I love quantum biofeedback and I'm just actually just getting into this now and I still going through training, but it's one of the most fantastic technologies I've ever just uh, have ever um, seen before in health and wellness. It's, it's incredible. And I actually had the inventor on my show in the past. And so along with Redis. So let me go over Dr. Amadi's uh, bio. Uh, She is a native of New York who graduated from Bronx High School of Science in 1974, Harvard University in 1979, OSU-NY at Stony Brook Medical School in 1987, and Bronx Lebanon Hospital Family Practice Residency in 1990. Uh, She moved to South Florida in 1990, graduated from the Community School of Traditional Chinese Health Care in 1988, and has been in solo private practice since 2001, doing quantum biofeedback and bioidentical hormone replacement therapy, and she is married with three children. Uh, She went to medical school at SUNY at Sony Brook on Long Island from 1983 to 1987, and she did do her medical residency and family practice at Bronx Lebanon Hospital from 1987 to 1990. And uh, since 1990, she's been living and working in uh, South Florida, starting out at the University of Miami Family Practice Residency Program, where she was an assistant to the director of the Family Practice Residency and supervised first-year residents. Uh, she's worked in a number of HMO and private clinics and offices, as well as a community health center. Um, she's now the 
a medical director, and she's attended and graduated from the Community School of Traditional Chinese Healthcare during 1995 to 1998 and passed the Florida State Boards for Acupuncture and Chinese Herbs. She was a visiting medical doctor um, in West Palm Beach during 1995 to 1998, and since May of 2001, she has been in solo practice in holistic medicine in Coral Springs, and these days she primarily does uh, quantum biofeedback yep and um which is a form of energy medicine lifestyle nutritional counseling along with homeopathic herbal and nutritional supplements and remedies it is an honor to have dr amadi on my radio show well it's an honor to be here i'm very excited Oh, I'm excited, too. This is uh, great. And would you be able to pronounce your first name for my listeners? Sure. It's Hepsherat. Okay. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's an honor to have you on. And so, I guess I, what I'd like to ask you first is you could just give a brief explanation of what is quantum biofeedback, especially for some of my listeners who just recently listened to my show that are new listeners and they're not familiar with this, uh, this uh, sophisticated technology. What is it? Well, I'm going to try to answer that as best I can. Um, but it's a way of measuring the body electric. It involves... Um, I guess, electrode-containing material that is um, incorporated into straps that are attached to the wrists and the ankles and the head, and it picks up really minute reactions to things, electromagnetic reactions to things, and actually it's measuring responses from the body's um, superconscious mind that knows all about the body, not only the body, but also the mind and the emotions. So it's, it's really measuring how to, how we react to things electromagnetically and even some things that are things inside ourselves. Yes, absolutely. And, um, I guess, um, there's different ways of like, uh, my trainer who's training right now in quantum body feedback is she says super conscious uh-huh. and then other people have different names for it. For me, I call it the unconscious mind. Uh, some people will call it the subconscious mind. And, uh-huh. and so, so basically we have two minds. We have the unconscious mind and then the conscious mind. So it's, I, I like this technology because it reveals information in regards to the unconscious mind that's really important because that's part of you know who we are basically mind body spirit but yeah, um, I, I love it too for that for that reason because you know when you're interacting with a person uh, usually you're speaking with them and so you're using your frontal lobe and they're using their frontal lobe but you know that's actually a very later developed part of the brain and it's not a part that is, you know, really that involved in most of the things that go on with us. Most of the things that go on with us go on below the notice of the conscious mind. You know, there are things that the, that the body does automatically or or our unconscious mind is operating all the time in in the realm of the emotions, but our conscious mind is not always aware of the automatic functioning of the body or the emotions that are going on with the unconscious mind. So to have a device that makes that all more accessible is fantastic because people think that they know what's going on with themselves, but that's just a little tiny bit of the iceberg that's sticking up above the water. You know, the rest of it and the larger part is all below the surface where they're not consciously aware of it. Absolutely. Uh, that's one of the reasons I like it so much is while 
It's, uh, it's amazing. And uh, you've been doing this for a really long time. I mean, since uh, 2003. And I'm just curious, like, how you even got started with quantum biofeedback years ago. That's a long time ago. And, like, how did you discover it? It's incredible. Well, I was very fortunate. I was going to a seminar in another technique that I was using at the time. Uh-huh. And when I was at the seminar, I met a very nice um, holistic DO or osteopath, and we got to chatting, and then after we both returned to South Florida sometime after the seminar, he called me up one day and said, would you like to see a device that I sometimes use in treating some of my patients? So I said, sure, and he sent his nurse up the road with the machine um, to my office, and she gave a demonstration of the device um, to somebody that I was sharing my office with at the time so I could see the information that was showing up on the screen for this person that I knew had not been entered into the machine. I call it the machine. I know it's really supposed to be called the device, but I'll just always call it the machine (laughs) automatically. So anyway, (laughs) Um, so when I saw the information coming up, it was so accurate and so detailed and so comprehensive that I just couldn't believe it. And then when she was doing the treatment for me, I had some chronic stress things going on at the time, and I didn't even bother to go see a regular Western medical doctor about them because I knew that all they were going to do would be to do my physical exam, do routine lab work, and then when all those things, and measure my vital signs, and when all those things were fairly normal, they would then offer me medication for anxiety or medication for depression or medication to help me sleep. And I didn't want to deal with my issues by taking meds. So I, I just didn't bother to see them because I figured, you know, there's, there's nothing else that they have to offer me. So when I went through that first quantum biofeedback treatment, I didn't tell the nurse anything about what was going on with me because I was just interested to see how much she would be able to pick up just from looking at the information that was on my screen. And sure enough, you know, she made a number of statements and asked some questions that really were very um, insightful and let me know that she already had a very good grasp of what was going on with me, even though I hadn't told her anything. And so I could feel so much of a huge difference a shift between the beginning of the treatment when I felt really pretty crappy (laughs) to the middle of the treatment where I was starting to feel better and things seemed to be, you know, um, moving and, 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 and shifting. Um, I could feel little sensations from time to time, but it was all pleasant. And by the end of the treatment, I felt so much better that it was just unbelievable. And I thought to myself, I really have to get some more of these treatments. And so for the next several months after that, I would drive down to Miami from Broward, about a 45-minute to an hour drive under good conditions, and I would get another treatment. And each time I went, I felt better and better and better. And each time I went, although I didn't tell the nurse anything about what was going on with me, she consistently said things that indicated that she understood a lot of what was going on with me until finally I became so curious that I had to learn more. And that's when I went to a first convention that was back in Lake Tahoe in 2003, and that's where I first met Desi. So after that, I... When I, when I found out how many things you could learn about a person from looking at them on this device and how many different therapies you could do for them on this device, then I was really hooked and I said, I've got to get one of these machines. And later on that year, I got my first quantum biofeedback device, which was a QXCI at that time. Yes, and I just feel like the the uh, device, the uh, quantum biofeedback, is so accurate. It's it's just incredible, and uh, it, I, I'm just impressed with the overhaul because I 
feel like there's not enough physicians that are utilizing this device. And so, and I don't know how you feel about that, but I just feel like more physicians and, you know, MDs and even uh, naturopathic physicians should be utilizing quantum biofeedback because it reveals so much about health. Yes, I totally agree with that. And I really want to be involved with helping to raise the profile of this so that more people know about it. Most people have never heard of quantum biofeedback. And if you mention that term to them, they might nod their heads and think that they know about it, but they're usually thinking of conventional biofeedback, which is, you know, not the same as quantum at all. Right. And would you just say, based on your experience just working with other doctors communicating with them, would you say that the majority of doctors are not utilizing quantum biofeedback in their practice? Oh, the majority of doctors not only are not utilizing them it because, you know, most of them are unaware of it, but even those doctors who, those relatively few doctors who have been, let's say, introduced to it, most of them would not consider changing their practices the way that I did so as to make that the centerpiece of the way that they assess and treat patients. And the main reasons for that really have to do with the economics of delivering, you know, medical care um, in this country. Um, it's much more profitable for doctors to see a large number of patients and charge them less than to see fewer patients and charge them more. And so most doctors would rather um, be in network for insurance and, let's say, be responsible for panels of patients that they may or may not see given, you know, in a certain month, but maybe they're going to receive some money from the insurance company as capitation for seeing a certain, you know, having a certain number of patients in their panel. So, you know, they might lose money on the few that step through their door and actually require some time, but they also make money on all those who are not going to show up that month. So quantum biofeedback is not like that. It's, it's something that's very, it can be time intensive. <clears throat> I think it's time intensive for a very good reason is that you can do so many different therapies during the course of one session. And of course, I think that it appeals to people like me who are functional practitioners who like to be able to actually have time to converse with our patients, find out what's on the patient's mind, do some lifestyle counseling. You know, this is not the kind of conventional medicine where the patient gets a six or seven minute visit and the doctor's standing there with their hand on the doorknob waiting to run to the next room and write out a prescription that will take six or seven minutes for them to do and then go on to the next one. So, you know, no matter how well you could show a doctor that this really was effective, you know, most of them wouldn't change the way that they practice because it would involve an entire different kind of, you know, practice model. Yes, absolutely. And uh, what I like about you is you have the clinical expertise, uh, but you're, you take more of a natural approach. So I, I really think you're great. And, so, you know, um, well, I just like... I, I just think yeah. <laughs> that, you know, medicine should aspire to more than just not hurting people, you know. Mm -hmm. But if they yep. could even not hurt people, that would be nice too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, you know, a lot of times they do hurt people, you know. And um, mm -hmm. it's funny because this culture tolerates a lot more of that. I mean, you know... Uh, I won't go into it at length, but, you know, a lot of times, for example, if patients die while they're under the care of an oncologist, people will say, well, you know, they had cancer, you know, they were going to die anyway. So, therefore, probably their treatment prolonged their condition. They're given the benefit of the doubt. Whereas if somebody does something with natural therapies, and if for any reason the patient doesn't flourish then a lot of times the cultural tendency is to say, well, you know, the reason why that didn't work was because it was, you know, uh, inferior to medication, which is, to me, just the exact opposite because, you know, medicines are toxins, and that's not to say that 
nobody ever needs to take any medicines and that, you know, medicines are not sometimes needed to stabilize people. But, you know, to me, um, I like to deal with the cause of the problems and the cause of the problems always starts off at the electromagnetic level. That's where everything begins and that's where change happens fastest. And so if you're waiting to intervene until something starts showing up on the biochemical level, for example, in lab work or on the structural level, for example, in scans or x-rays, then you've already missed one whole level, the first level of functioning, Mm -hmm. which is the electromagnetic level that they only monitor when it comes to the brain and the heart. But, you know, of course, the whole entire rest of the body is electromagnetic as well. Yes, and the inventor has uh, stated that, uh, you know, she feels, uh, Desi, Desiree, um, that people, like practitioners, should always take a natural ap- approach first. Yeah, and why not? Medi- yeah, before pursuing medications. That's how she feels about it. And uh, mm-hmm. would you, and I, I agree, I mean, like the quantum biofeedback and the body electric, and then there's other ways to assess health, including like lab tests and more. Would you mm-hmm. say, based on your clinical um, expertise, that uh, quantum biofeedback reveals a lot more than just someone just going in to visit a doctor and receiving lab test results? Oh, so much more. Yep. So much yes. more. That's why, like, for example, just to give you a for instance, <clears throat> you know, if the average, let's say, person walks into their doctor's office and just goes for a regular physical a lot of times, you know, that person's emotional state will not be assessed. Right. And that's how, you know, you can get problems with, you know, uh, mental health is because a lot of times these issues are not even being detected, much less addressed. So there's so many different things that you can find out about how a person's functioning by looking at them on the quantum biofeedback device. I mean, the list goes on and on, Any, anywhere from their relative you know, um, nutritional status to their hormonal balance to you know, their emotions to what toxins they may have absorbed, what allergies they may have. I mean, you know which homeopathic remedies might be best for which aspects of them, you know, just all kinds of things. Whether their spine might be out of alignment or not, you know, just so many things. I mean, how their blood is looking in terms of dark field, you know, so many, so many different things that you could find out about them. Yes, absolutely. And so uh, I wanted to ask you, because I know you've done uh, speeches, Mm-hmm. In regards to quantum biofeedback, um, have you been involved with any just recently? Um, yeah, just uh, in um, May uh, at the quantum bio no at the quantum masters um, okay. that was um, sponsored by the amazing Gage Tarrant and QX World. That was um, a venue that I got to talk about my experiences in recognizing and treating patients with um, heavy metal toxicity using the quantum biofeedback device. Amazing. That's awesome that you're, yeah. you're giving speeches as well. And uh, so what I'd like to find out from you now, since you've worked with many patients over the years and you've been utilizing quantum biofeedback for a really long time, what would you say, just based on working with your patients, what would you say are the most common imbalances that you see? Well, first of all, stress. Yes. So that's something that I think, you know, is just off the charts. And I'd be willing to even say that it's more now than it probably even was when I first was graduating residency, which was like back in 1990. So stress is like huge. Um, Trauma is also pretty up there. Um, Some of the other things I see are toxicity. 
because of our environment nowadays, it's more toxic than it has ever been before. And allergies um, also are, and immune problems are very um, common. And toxins can make allergies worse. So, you know, all of these things can be interrelated in many ways. Even stress can change the way that the body is able to detoxify itself or not, as the case may be. So, you know, one of the things that I love about the system, because I tend to view things very holistically, is I like how it enables me to be able to view all aspects of the causes of the problem and how they can be intertwined and interrelated. Because in Western medicine, they kind of teach you to look for one diagnosis and one medication that you're supposed to give the patient for that diagnosis. And usually when I see a patient, there's never just one thing going on. There's always a bunch of things going on. Yes. Usually at least three or four things. And I believe that to the extent that you address all of the factors that are causing the problems, um, that's the degree to which you're going to resolve the issue quicker and, you know, help it stay resolved. Whereas if you only address, let's say, one causative factor out of five, there's still those other causative factors that are still operating. Absolutely. And so when you do like a quantum biofeedback uh, session with, uh, let's say, one of your patients, uh, depending on, you know, how many imbalances they have uh, going on. Do you like to, do you follow-ups with them as well? Just to see how they're doing? Do follow-ups? Yeah, just like a follow-up where like, they come back and do like another visit later on within a, a certain yes, time. Yes, well, hopefully. Yeah, I, mean, I I view, you know, different patients might be best for different doctors. And so what I'm really about is health optimization, not just, you know, disease management and not even just, you know, disease prevention, although that's very good and it's a lot preferable to prevent something than to try and treat it once it's developed. But I'm really most fond of health optimization. So just like any other project where you want to have a great result, it requires putting in time over a period of time consistently to be able to achieve that result. So it's kind of like if you were training for a marathon and somebody said, well, you know, you just have to run around the block a few times every once in a while when you feel like it, you know, that's not going to get you in shape to be able to run a marathon. And, you know, everybody has different goals for their health, but, you know, for me, one of the goals is longevity and the other one is functionality. So the more that people can be healthy and functional and not be limited by, you know, disease and sickness in terms of being able to do whatever it is that they want to do, then to that extent, I think that they're healthy. And to me, you know, people often don't understand that to be healthy and stay healthy in this society requires being proactive by the time something shows up in lab work that is wrong or, you know, out of range, then believe me, it's been going wrong at the electromagnetic level for a much longer time. And by the time something shows up on a scan or an x-ray, it's been going on for a long time at the biochemical level. So to me, where everything starts is the electromagnetic level. And if you get that going along right, then everything else kind of naturally falls into place. Yes, absolutely. And um, basically, because I've had Gage on my show, Tarrant, she's uh, training in quantum biology. She's, she's awesome. been on. And I, I, I love yes. her very much. And I then love also, her too. She was one <laughs> of it, my first teachers. I met her like oh, way wow. back when, when I first got a uh, QXCI device. Wow. And I was uh, attending a class of hers that was being given over in Sarasota at um, a quantum healing uh, clinic. And it was fabulous. Yes, her training is out of this world. Incredible. I just love it. And uh, 
it's going to take me a while because the training is just so, it's like there's so much to learn. And, just, and I've already been. There's um, always and, more. I know there's That's always the more. I've, I've been thing. doing this. You could spend the rest of your life <laughs> studying this and there's uh, yeah. always more fascinating stuff to learn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just that's, on. That's the thing that I love about it so much is that every day when I, you know, get up and go into work, it's like, what new things am I going to learn today? And it's, I'm never bored. Yeah, absolutely. And I talked to um, uh, Desi about this on my show. Cause I mean, there's practitioners, they have, everyone has their own approach, you know, and um, some might recommend, um, homeopathic remedies or herbs or vitamins, minerals, et cetera. And I talked to Desi about this. My approach uh-huh. is, is my approach is less about homeopathy and also herbs, but I like vitamins, minerals and healthy lifestyle, eating healthy, et cetera. And what I like about it, I just love it, how it reveals information about the unconscious mind. That is like yes. fantastic. Um, but basically yes. I, um, I really enjoyed conversing with you today, and we have a couple minutes left. If you could let my listeners know how they can reach you if they'd like to learn more about you and your services. Oh, sure. Um, well, probably a very good way would be my website, which is www.greatnaturaldoctor, that's G-R-E-A-T-N-A-T-U-R-A-L-D-O-C-T-O-R.com. Or my office phone is 954-757-0064. Okay. And, um, well, I really mm-hmm, enjoyed talking with you so much, and I'm excited for you because, uh, you know, you sound like you're just kind of uh, in, the, in the relative beginning of embarking on this very exciting journey, and I'm always so pleased when I hear that somebody else is, you know, doing quantum biofeedback because I just think it's a great gift to the world and I think that I I hope to eventually live to the point where quantum biofeedback becomes as commonly known as like doing an EKG. Absolutely. I think all doctors should uh, utilize this uh, device and I really enjoyed conversing with you and uh, I hopefully one of these days I'll be able to meet you at one of these. uh, I would love that. Yeah, definitely. Okay, um, many blessings. Thanks for having me on. Oh, you're welcome. I wish you my best. Take care. Thank you. Bye-bye. This is Kristen Harper, radio show host. My show is Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated on Voice America's Health and Wellness Channel and also on KFNX. And make sure you tune in next Tuesday at 3 p.m. Pacific time. Have a wonderful week. Take care. For being a part of the show this week. Tips to keep you healthy, happy, and motivated with your host, Kristen Harper, can be heard live every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Kristen can't wait to speak again next week.